0: A lot of what I'm about to say just fits into good marketing. These are things that as agency owners, we can help our clients with all the time, but a lot of it fits into good marketing. Hello and welcome to this episode of Retain FM. I am your host, Pete, and today we're going to start a two-part episode about user-generated content, or UGC. In this episode specifically, we're going to be looking at what UGC is, how it impacts SEO and what the role of the digital agency can be in helping our clients with their user-generated content. And in the next episode, we're gonna look at how AI tools can help with stimulating UGC in the marketplace. So firstly, what is user-generated content or UGC? Well, simply put, UGC is content that is published online that is generated by your audience. A large part of this will be autonomous, i.e. generated, unstimulated by the audience, be it reviews or testimonials or questions, any of that kind of stuff. But businesses can also have a UGC strategy that can help stimulate this content production. It's also good practice for businesses to showcase the best user-generated content that they can find and gather it together and put it on their website. And because of that, UGC can have both an on-page and off-page benefit for SEO. So what are the different types of user-generated content. Now, I won't go into, most of these are very self-explanatory, so I won't go into each one in in great depth, but just to give you an idea of what can constitute UGC. Firstly, reviews and testimonials. Secondly, social media posts, social media posts generated by your audience, not posts that you generate yourselves. Uh, Blog comments, Any user-generated videos, whether that's unboxing videos or walkthroughs or anything like that. Photos and visual content. Again, that can be linked to unboxing, product reviews, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Discussions on forums or discussion boards online, places like Reddit. Any kind of crowdsourced content, if you're running crowdsourcing campaigns, customer stories and case studies, uh, Q and A platforms. Again, that can also appear on things like Reddit and, and uh, platforms like that, and podcasts and video interviews, which could come from you interviewing some of your customers or your clients interviewing some of their customers, uh, or could be you know spontaneous podcasts or videos that are um, generated by the the audience themselves. So that's in a very quick list what user generated content is. So if a business was to have a UGC strategy, what would it look like? What are the types of things it would cover? Well, firstly, it would need to define objectives. A lot of what I'm about to say just fits into good marketing. These are things that as agency owners, we can help our clients with all the time, but a lot of it fits into good marketing. Firstly, defining objectives what what are the sort of things you're trying to achieve uh, what are the types of user generated content you would support what are the ones you would like to avoid um do you have the mechanisms in place if not how do they work that kind of thing so you define your objectives and a hit list of the the practical stuff you're going to need in order to get from where you are now to actually putting this strategy into force Secondly, you then need to identify your target audience. Now, if you've been part of a marketing strategy, if you've had good marketing, even good SEO done in the past, you should have a good idea as to who that audience is and the types of language they use. We often hear the phrase, where your audience hangs out, you should know what where those places are. So identifying the audience. Next, you need to choose the UGC platforms. Now, I've just said where your audience hangs out. It seems daft to go elsewhere. But that said, there are other things that you might want to consider. For example, if your business is a bricks and mortar business and you do rely on an element of local traffic, you might want to put in place a mechanism whereby you push Google reviews, for example, to help boost your local SEO listings. So what are your the platforms that you want to push for UGC? And again, are there any that you you're just not that bothered about? for whatever reason next you need to encourage UGC this is uh, and, and what are the th- the things you're going to put in place for that now that could be things like follow-up emails to, to orders or sales it could be customer satisfaction surveys it could be some of uh you know the, some messaging that you you put at the end of uh certain projects if or certain sales if your clients or their clients have good experience so um there are ways that you can stimulate this and we're we're going to talk about that a little bit more in the role of the agency in a moment as i say but basically look this is a strategy you're putting together it's not designed to be something that happens by chance so this part of the strategy how it is encouraged is really key to ensure that you uh that, that this is actually a strategy that can work essentially that it is a strategy that can deliver needs to provide clear guidelines um, on how you, you expect users to create particular and particularly submit for your showcase the content that they create This ensures an element of consistency and quality to the to the particularly to the content that you haven't created but that you are going to feature on either your website or your client's website. As we mentioned you then need to showcase so what are the ways you're going to showcase this are you is there going to be a particular section on your website a feed on the home page are you going to tweet about it are you going to publish social media posts every time you feature something is there a threshold for what those features uh may need to hit be it in terms of in user interaction or you know maybe you're only going to feature video content for example so w- what are the uh what are the rules of engagement for your showcase Next, you also need to engage and respond and delegate this responsibility to somebody. So as content about your company or about your client's company is generated online, who is monitoring that, who is watching that and who is commenting either positively or maybe possibly defensively uh, about the content that's created? You know, again, this isn't a haphazard thing. This isn't something that you want to happen by chance. So thinking of all of these things in advance is key to uh, making this a strategy that works. You might want to also consider things alongside uh, monitoring and moderation. So, you know, just because something's out there doesn't necessarily mean it's factually correct. Uh, Don't believe everything you read on the internet. That's really the point I'm making. But if it's being said about you, you know, there's a massive opportunity, or your client, there's a massive opportunity there. So how are you making sure that it is uh, moderated and monitored effectively? Are there any issues surrounding um, rights and permissions to any of the content that's created? It's, It's kind of your responsibility or your client's responsibility to have considered this in advance so that you know where you stand as content is produced. And then lastly, what what are the metrics to measure and analyze this by? How do you know if it's working? How do you know if it's been a success? Uh, The whole point of this is to add a layer of authenticity and transparency and meaningful engagement between the client brand or your brand, if you're doing it for your own business, and your audience. So all of the above needs to work to that goal, which is transparency, transparency, authenticity and meaningful engagement. If you're not hitting those three goals, really, the UGC that's being created isn't really serving you or the client's business particularly well. So how can you as a digi- digital agency help your clients with UGC? How do you take this, this whole concept of user generated content and actually make it into an income stream for yourself? So here's some ideas. Firstly, you can help your clients develop a UGC strategy. I've just given you the main, what, 10 or so benefits or or target points of UGC strategy. It's absolutely nothing stopping you running a consultancy session to help your clients figure that out for themselves. Uh, You can also look at content Creation and curation. Now, as we've said, a lot of this can be stimulated. Some of it, we, we even mentioned things like blog comments and stuff above. So, some of it very firmly sits within the realms of what an agency can offer, anyway. Um, you know, maybe you maybe you offer SEO retainers, maybe you have copywriters on your team. If your client has a UGC strategy in place and we know that this is something that's important to them, then that can influence the way that your copywriters generate blog ideas, write the blogs, the blogs get published, how the blogs get shared, the social media posts that go alongside it. So you can simply be mindful of this. It also helps by curating content in terms of actually going and finding what others in the marketplace are saying about things that are topically accurate to your client's product or service. So, um, yeah, content creation and curation are definitely something that you as an agency can offer to help your clients with their Mm user-generated content. You can also have UGC platform management you know, a lot of this stuff depends on software and platforms and the integration of those things into a central funnel. That can all be technical. It can all rely on automations and that kind of thing. And whilst it may be something that just needs to be said at once, it's certainly an area that your clients may start to feel uncomfortable, maybe feel a little overwhelmed, and be unsure of how this process works so that they can see the information all in a central hub. And that's, again, all something that you as an agency can help out with. Moderation and qu- quality control. We've just mentioned it. You need a moderation part of your strategy. And that is time. Uh, that takes time. That means that somebody somewhere needs to be monitoring this stuff. And as an agency, you probably, you should do, have access to the tools to uh, monitor brands online, to actually see what what this engagement is like. And you can even respond on the client's behalf directly from the software itself. Now word of warning with this, um, we do this with uh, SEO Hive with our local pathway. So we monitor reviews that are left on Google reviews for uh, or Google business profiles for our clients. And now if there's a positive review, we will happily, you know, positive five-star, we will happily go and send a thank you message. That is not a problem at all. But we aren't in a position to get into arguments or disputes over orders or faulty products or that kind of thing. So anything that isn't a five-star review, we will then forward onto the agency partner and ultimately onto the end client. And I'd recommend you maybe think about putting a similar strategy in place. You know, if something's easy, if it's positive, if it's a thanks you go for it it's taking something off the client's plate if it isn't as the agency partner don't get involved that is not your responsibility but you can forward these onto the client so at least they're not having to monitor themselves and they're not getting bogged down with all the 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 good reviews if you like which uh simply highlight the uh you you know simply need a simple response uh you can integrate the marketing channels again that's something that we've we've talked about making sure that everything feeds through into a uh, single central hub that all of this stuff can be measured and ultimately can be measured against either key performance indicators kpis or determine an roi a return on investment uh, you could encourage or support your clients with compliance and legal considerations now, depending on the client, of course, you may want to get you may want to gauge how much you get involved with this. Uh, particularly from a sort of uh, on-site side of things to do with cookies, to do with integrations, to do with GDPR and where content's held. Absolutely, that is definitely in an agency's wheelhouse. Anything outside of those that kind of scope, the client really should be getting legal advice um, themselves. But that lawyer may may need to get in touch with you to understand how things technically work online. And then, last but not least. You know, if you're an agency that's working with a client on a number of marketing streams, that measurement and ROI tracking across their entire marketing budget actually places you in a position of a trusted advisor and helps you achieve a long-lasting relationship with each client. So make sure that you know the the, the pies that you're we have an expression in the UK about having fingers in pies make sure you know the pies that your clients have their fingers in and make sure that you are monitoring how each of those channels are impacting a client's business and how uh, how that is affecting their bottom line their sales and of course if there's any obstacles that are being highlighted by the data So, ultimately, that is it. I realize this has been a bit of a whistle-stop tour of of an episode, and that's kind of the point. What I really wanted to do with this episode and with the next is to encourage you to consider how you could turn user-generated content for your clients into a possible income stream for yourself. So I hope you've got some value out of this episode. If you're watching this on YouTube, please make sure that you hit that like and that subscribe button. And if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, uh, I'd be delighted if you would share this podcast just with one other person. That really is how this podcast can grow. Uh, Otherwise, I'd love to see you online. We have our Facebook group where you can ask any questions to do with this episode or any past episodes or even just queries about running a digital agency. And if you don't want to do any of that, that's absolutely fine. But I will see you in the next episode.